Welcome back, Rage Nation. Got myself Pete here. That's yeah. not really exciting. You got Senior Dixon. I don't think that's appropriate. And you got Monsieur Leopard. Explorers deserved it. No. Absolutely. I was disgusted. I cannot believe they've done this. Why is wacky? Why is that good? It's just nonsense. I disagree on that. That's not possible. <laughs> We're getting the band back together. We're on a mission. Yeah. Now, now we've got a whole new list of things to complain about. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. Got myself, Pete, here. And, of course, I don't know why, but apparently I've been playing so much Arcanist, I just got to keep bringing Brody on. So, got Brody on to share the Arcanist nonsense with us. What's going on, my friend? Eh, not much. Just had a wonderful game of Raspy, but today's not about Raspy. <laughs> well, I know it was interesting because I've been picking your brain about a lot of this Arcanist competitive play, and you just, you blatantly told me, you know, I find it really hard to not just drop Mei Fang into a lot of pools. Yep. I, she's, she's just very, very flexible. Um, like cursed, she doesn't like, cause she likes summoning, but even then that tanky little models that are at least very annoying for your opponent to kill and giving up a point or two on the early terms to get a gammon out there and do work is, is worth the loss of a point. But that's about the closest that I have a problem with her. <laughs> So I hear you saying that the original version of May isn't on your radar a bunch right now. No, she's not. Um, it's it's sad. I would like her to be cool and good, but she requires focus to be able to do much. And Arcanists don't have amazing ways to give out focus anymore because that had to be nerfed. Um, and, and she likes a lot of suits and resources. Well, she weirdly, she doesn't need many suits because she has the lower your jewel total by two to get a suit built in, which is really nice. I like that, but she needs to, it shouldn't be two. It should be one or she should be stat seven to begin with. Go down to stat five, going down to stat four is incredibly bad. Definitely is. And that's what, so we're going to focus mainly on two. We might talk on the back end more about one and just maybe some wishes we had for her, maybe things that would make her cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before we get into all that, make sure that you guys are checking us out. You can do that on our discord channel on the Twittersphere. And then you can always check out our YouTube channel where we probably after the Houston tournament, we'll probably put out monthly battle reports again. So definitely check that out. And uh, yeah, if you want to support us directly, you can always do that on Patreon, patreon.com slash ragequitwire. You can support us for as little as a dollar. You can be on the chat when we do these live recordings. You can just watch the live recordings and uh, you get the content at least a day early. So yeah, you get to enjoy all those benefits. And then if you want to support us another way, you can go to Weird's uh, website and you can support us there by going to give us your money. Please thank you dash weird.com slash rage quit wire. And that just kicks a little bit back to the podcast. Just uh, that way you can give us some instead of weird. <laughs> I did that one recently with Terry. Got all of Terry's stuff that's out. And nice. Chucked that in there. Yeah. And I played against Terry the other day and still a very interesting crew, even with the matron nerf. Lots of shielding, lots of armor, lots of just pretty much mobility. The totem's annoying. It's just a cool crew. I think they did really well with nerfing the matron and not making her unplayable. Like, she's still a very good model. Oh, yeah. You 
still can play her out of keyword and um, explorers. She's just not as obnoxious, which is I, I think is really good. I think they did a really good job with most of the things they touched actually in the most recent errata. Yeah, I think the last errata was pretty pretty spot on. They did a good job with most of the stuff there. Yeah, like I have views on how they hit the Watchmen, and yeah, I only think one of them was a nerf. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the only Watchmen was Harrison. I'm kind of like, I mean, I don't play him a lot, but J5 and the and the Gearlings, I still love. I think J5 got slightly better, and I think the Gearlings were a side grade that are yeah. no longer like a supporty thing. They are now one of the most potent schemers in the game. Oh yeah, like even if I see sabotage, you can just throw a Gearling in your list and go run it. Yeah, I I was playing two Gearlings in Harris in uh, in my game earlier. And I was just like, yep, that's 20 inches. Yeah, I'll go get that symbol. <laughs> yeah, when I, have a, when I have a low mask with a gearling, I'm like, and he's gone. He's just zipping down the board. <laughs> I, did it with, I did it with tens of masks. Um, it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, I'd do it with that. Yeah. Yeah, if it's, if it's going to score you points, definitely. Yeah. I just, when I, so it was funny because I thought they were good, but I neglected to read two things. I got, I neglected to read the the little hop aside trigger for their defense. Yep. And then yeah, I also decide. neglected that they, uh, they ignore terrain and models. I was like, yep. Oh, <laughs> this is way better. <laughs> they go wherever they want. Um, yeah. And like for people who don't realize it, there's a really weird bug when it comes to stunned and they're unwind, they're allowed to unwind to get a general action. And then the game looks back and goes, you don't have stunned. You've only yeah. used bonus and they continue doing so like, they can't be stopped with conditions because yeah, it, it tracks your whole activation. It goes, okay, you can use, you know, you're stunned. So you get, you know, two actions, but once you remove it, it's like, oh, you're not stunned anymore. And yeah. you can do whatever you want. You've only used your bonus so you can continue yep. on with your life. Yeah. And it's, yep. I've caught a couple of people who have had to then It's go, the same thing if you have shrug off. Yeah. Shrug off isn't giving you anything other than the clear. That's so it fair. feels fair. fine. <laughs> it feels okay. But when you're getting a general action out of it, I've had to call like people who are in my meta going, hey, can you or message them on Discord and go, hey, can you confirm this is how it works? And he's like, yep. He's this like, feels yep. like cheating. <laughs> it, it does feel like cheating. <laughs> you know, and I've told you this talking to you on Discord, where it's just sometimes with Arcanist, I'm like, is this really the way? Like I was talking to you about the core if you do it. And you're like, nope, that, that's the way it works. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of very sneaky things that you're just like, that shouldn't work, but it does in, in Arcanists. A lot of them are around the Corophy. The Corophy is just a bit, yeah, a bit nuts. Which we'll, talk, which we'll definitely talk yep. about with uh, Mei Fang here for sure. So yep. we're going to specifically look at the foreman. So I, I think that's where we'll spend our time here today. And like I said, we might talk about one on the back end of it, but I do want to focus on Mei Fang foreman because I think when somebody declares foundry, I maybe 99% chance you're going to see Foreman. I, you might have the occasional player who wants to do something cheeky. Yeah. I think it's, I think, I think it's you're in okay situation. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a snowflake thing to play May one, which is sad, but the correct answer is almost always May two. Yeah. So looking at her, we did reveal her when the cards came out. So we, we do have a history on the mm. podcast with her. Yeah. It was and, actually, it was right. <laughs> yep. Yep. We got that box and it was, nice. it was a really cool to see that whole thing come out. Mm. But I mean, looking at just her as a master, when I first look at her, I mean, it doesn't look super overwhelming until you kind of start thinking about how it interacts with the crew. So, 
I think the big thing that I notice is just the fact that one, she does a lot of ping damage once per activation, which yep. I think was one of the nerfs she took. And uh, then, they made it an aura instead of just being yeah. ignoring line of sight, which yeah. is... Eh. Yeah. And then the other thing that sticks out to me is her crew ignores hazardous terrain. Yep. And then the last thing that really kind of hits me is that she plays a lot with conditions. So she's giving out conditions. She's buffing her crew up, kind of moving them around a little bit. So I, I don't know. What, what do you really like about her card that you having definitely a lot more games than me with her? What are some things that you're like, yeah, this this really sings once you get on the table? So the the main thing about her is consistency. She has a lot of things on her card that don't need high cards. They don't. Some of them just aren't, don't need anything. And it's a lot of just guaranteed value instead of massive amounts of value. There are other things yeah. in the keyword that you take for their massive value when they do go off. But the amount of just it needs a five or it's free or it's it just happens is really, really good on her. And it 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 colors how I build her list as a whole. I've had many discussions with people on how to build and what to put in her list. And I disagree because I think her best, her strength is that she can do quite a bit of damage without anything of your opponent actually saying anything, which is really good. Um, yeah. So like heated iron is the most important um it's the fact that most of your models have ways to put down scrap and you can just ping people in base to base with it for yeah. one um hazard pays just good giving out shielding is always good and or is that the other one and ignoring hazards yeah yeah they're, 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 well, they're I found, wording. yeah i found that the reason why i i think i liked her in the mix of masters i was bringing for arcanist is i really had a tough time with a lot of the other masters I like don't ignore hazardous. Yeah. So when I got in those matchups, I was kind of really struggling to figure it out. Specifically Neverborn. I think she's a really good drop into Neverborn. Um, yeah, they do a lot is. of that kind of sneaky stuff. A lot of the stuff she does can get around to like Incorporal or some of these other, mm -hmm. you know, terrifying issues you might have. So like yeah. you said, just unresisted damage and not caring so much about what they're putting out. Also, some of their scariest models have a little bit of armor, which she's one of the best masters at shredding armor because she has pings and she has a lot of models that just happen to ignore armor or oh, two important ones <laughs> you know, say, i know neil henry's one of them <laughs> yeah, yeah neil henry's a bit of a thing um but i would also point out that like may's not a slouch like no she's a lot of consistency but when someone comes into her ball they die like because she can charge them. She has a 2 three, 3 which is pretty meh. But it gives burning, so that's functionally another damage. And she has shove aside. So she can, if they're in your bubble where Sparks is, you can drop a scrap with a bonus. You got pit traps. <laughs> yeah. They have to do a duel to see if they get two damage and stunned, and that's from her bonus. Then you charge them, hit them. You do, say, min 2. You then give them a burning, so that's functionally four damage, and then you push them with shove, so that's five damage all with one. Or you get scorched, or you get scorched remains, or you do your bonus to ping them again. Yeah, I mean you can only get the one per per turn, but yeah. uh, well, per per activation, which is a little annoying. But like her just charging and punching you, pushing you away, and then shoving aside into one of her other models to heal it, because presumably if you've got someone into your ball, they probably hurt something. So you just shove aside and heal them for two. Um, yeah, and I was, I was starting to mess with 
and her unpacks definitely very interesting because you have a lot of models that help you move around, including, yeah. you know, the modified welder, because you can essentially turn one, shove aside one of your models, get the trigger to, mm-hmm. you know, to do the shove aside. Then you hit your other model and you shove that aside. So it just lets yeah. you get a lot of mobility with your crew. Oft, often my first turn with her is to drop a scrap near some other scrap that you've already dropped, charge your own model, get a push up, give whoever needs the double focus and then summon a gammon because gammon is ridiculous. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But also, yeah, she has her impromptu invention, um, the second master that has it. And also another master that I really, really like because Maxine's also awesome with it. Um, She shares the same trigger of giving an additional. So you can give two focus instead of one. Yeah. Um, I love that. uh, I love that workplace efficiency trigger. Because yeah. you give it, and then you can put a model into position by having it do a walk action, which is yeah, good because then you don't have to right do it. it. Yeah. I, I had a game where Neil got that happened to him, given fast. He bounced up, two-shot a um, Autumn Knight with the Queen's upgrade, and then walked back into my bubble, and I was just like, cool, I get a point, you lose <laughs> a model before it activated, and you can't actually touch Neil because he's not exposed. And I got a soul stone. <laughs> yeah, I found that something I've started doing as well, where it's like, ah, I'm fast, I'm going to go charge this, I'm going to pop it. Uh, cool, that's a scrap marker, I'm going to ride the rails back to my crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's very good. Um, but also, it's a stat 7 attack that can give stun to ignoring concealing, yeah. which doesn't come up often but when it does it's very spicy and same with staggered staggered's another one you can give to just pin someone to the ground a bit more and yeah and and we're kind of we're getting into you know in a bit but let's say for people who don't know kind of like mayfang if if they're playing like in a tournament game or they're playing at the store and they see somebody declare boundary what what should they expect to see when this keyword gets revealed to them um, so when it comes to models, it's the, the obvious ones that I grab first is, um, Neil Henry with a Soulstone cash because I play him in Arcanists. It's actually the sad thing about 10 Thunders is you can't take Neil Henry yeah. with a Soulstone cash and it makes him a lot worse. Um, then I take Sparks cause Sparks is just a very good model. He's a ball of counter tech and he can obey your models and he sets up gammon yep. bombs, which are obnoxious. Um, and and once you're in the death bubble, there's no rescuing your models because of, yeah. um, what is it? Um, hazardous hostile work conditions. There it is. Yeah. Which is ridiculous, but you know, yep. I'll take it. Um, and then a, what's it called? The rock hopper. Cause he's just a good model. He's cheap. He he's is. tanky and he hits hard is kind of my core. And like in general, most people should expect, um, armor is going to be there. Shielding is going to be there. Um, it builds into my argument why Neil's the best kind of beater in the crew is because he doesn't have armor, which means your opponents picking things to deal with armor can't deal with your most important model. Yeah. And so it kind of counters their counter tech while taking a very good model. Yeah. And I think you also, if you haven't played against Mayfang and the foundry before, you also have to be ready for this ride the rail stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can remove it's it's tough because you would think if you can remove scrap markers, you'd have a game against her, but she really does put out a ridiculous amount that it's hard to control. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of scrap. Um, like key, key removal of scrap is important, like to stop right the rails. Um, 
but it doesn't always work. And Scrap are also not destructible, so you can't just have any model. You actually have to take models that remove markers yeah. instead of destroying markers, which makes it a lot more annoying. Yeah, and being able to be within an inch of a scrap marker walk and then place yourself 12 inches, and you don't need line of sight to that 12 inches, so you can yeah. literally hop across the board, and now you're in base-to-base -base with that other scrap marker that was 12 inches away. Yeah, it's, it's what makes weirdly Mei Feng actually quite good at breakthrough yeah. she doesn't hire any models that need to do it or do it for her she just summons gammon and then halfway through you know turn three or turn four you just start chaining your gammon and they will get to the deployment and drop one and then you have two gammon in their deployment to drop the other three and she can do it quite consistently yeah i find also if you're going to play against Mei Feng, you just need to expect that her minions are really good like yeah. Yep. Like the 10 Thunder minion, whatever they're called, is good. Rail Worker. Yep. And then yep. the Gammon are good. And then I think our favorite would be the Bayou, <laughs> yep. right? The, uh, the Survivor. Yeah, the Survivor. Yeah. Which like, the models are just awesome because they're like missing yeah. limbs. Yeah. <laughs> um, like Rail Workers are good models, and I will never say that they aren't good. Aren't good. The problem is that Survivors are so much better that I'm not, I'm not taking a Rail Worker. Rail workers definitely are, more offensive. Even then, I think a survivor is more offensive. Survivor's gun with a tome can do min three if someone's yeah, in I've... your bubble. Which and it's all pings, so armor doesn't ignore it. Um, don't do it against incorporeal models because they take nothing. <laughs> well, that's one from the heated iron, but that's it. But like, yeah, against armored models, you can just blast them with three damage. That all is pings. Well, and I also feel like. If people aren't ready for it with the survivors, magnetism just helps so yeah. much just with moving things around the board and themselves yeah. around the board. Yeah. They're also very tanky models. Like they have better stats. Surprisingly. Than, better stats than rail workers. They have armor, which rail workers have. They have hard to kill, which rail workers have. Um, so they're just a little bit tankier, which is very good. Looking at Mei Fang, like back to her card. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, I guess you could classify her as what? Just a, a support master is probably the best way to classify her. It's it's the closest thing I would call her. She's She's got very much the energy of like Molly's support or Maxine's support where mm -hmm. she's definitely support, but she can do work if she desperately needs to. She's not one of those support masters that just sort of sits in the middle and buffs and draws cards. She actually does work herself if she needs to. And do you find her to be pretty survivable? Because she's only defense five with 10 hitboxes. She she is tanky because she can remove a scrap and take zero from an attack. So as That's, long as you got some scraps around, you're, you're okay, essentially. Yeah. And again, Mike, she has the protection of you're a ball of death. People don't really want to come into you. And Mayfeng, Mayfeng also has stones. Like, she's not flimsy she's annoying to kill and there's a very good chance that whatever they send in might not do it and if it doesn't do it especially if you've got a scrap there then that model just dies like i've had um mcmorning one who should be very good against against may fang because of all of the armor and the shielding and hard to wound yeah I'm come in he failed to kill my rider but my rider was left on one and then i just beat the living crap out of him with sparks may fang and I think Neil went in there as well and just ended him. And there was nothing much he could do. Talk to me about her little totem real quick, the Forgeling. 
because mm-hmm. there's nothing overwhelming, but it is significant. So you have to kind of be aware of that. Mm-hmm. And then the attack is okay. I, I've gotten some decent attacks with it. Mm-hmm. Um, remove impurity seems where the, the money is with the forgeling. Yeah. Remove impurity is amazing. You're getting rid of conditions and you're healing all at the same time. Um, it also allows my list and my version of Mei Feng, who doesn't actually start off with much scrap generation, um, be able to get the engine rolling because you can, if you have a RAM that's four, you can get an extra scrap and there's two scrap and then Mei Feng can drop a third. If you have a lower RAM, you can do it with um, Mei Feng, but you don't get to do cute shove aside opening yeah. plays. Um but yeah, he removes conditions. Um, he's actually quite tanky. He's got four wounds, armor one, and will almost always have a shielding from Mei Feng. Yep. So he actually doesn't die in one hit, which is a, the worry of a lot of significant totems, um, is that they can be removed quite easily. Yeah, and I, I wanted to kind of talk to you about how you are using Walking Forge. So there's a lot of models that you can bring in Mei Feng that have this ability. And basically, I mean, all it is is at the end of that model's activation, it just poops out a scrap marker base to base with it. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering kind of like, okay, are you using that to set up ride the rails? Are you using it to ping people? Is it situational? Like how are you using that? Um, so early turns, it's about getting the first gammon out and okay. the second gammon. Um, later turns, it's more of damage, sending in gammon and sending in people just to guarantee and you're going to take a damage i'm going to flip cards against you with a charge because i might as well but you will take one damage and i am okay with that um yeah. is mainly what i do it for later turns gammon going off and doing breakthrough they use it to ride the rails to each other but generally speaking if i'm trying to ride the rails to a specific point it's actually going to be may who does it she's going to chuck out her eight inch one because it's eight inches instead of in base to base and then you can have yeah. your your gammon pop out there, move a bit, drop another one, and then you get even further. Yeah, I think that's definitely something where, because hers is even further, like you were saying, it's an eight inch, I get to put out my scrap marker. And it I is think completely that, within, which is annoying, but yes. Oh, is it? Oh, it is. Yeah, it's completely within eight instead of actually just within. I was cheating. I was cheating there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Only an inch. laughs> uh, but even so, I think that's the one that people need to pay attention to because at least when I've been playing her in this first like five or six games I've been playing her, that's the one I've been using to be like, okay, I need Neil Henry to go that way or I need, you know, this model to get over there. Definitely. Um, And pre-nerf, it was actually the one that you used to get Neil Henry in turn one because she only needed two scrap to summon a gammon. So you could do the two scrap and then chuck your further one out eight inches away and then Neil could get in and cause chaos a turn early which the way I build them, you can't do anymore, which is bad, but I would prefer to take good models. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't think there's many bad models in her keyword. I think the only one I'm not in love with is probably Willie. Willie's, yeah, Willie's not great. I have my thoughts on the golem. The mechanical pork chop is fine, but I would rather take other models that are probably better. Um, But yeah, that's, I, I have I have views on very specific models that I'm just like, now nah, you're not seeing the table. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with all those. Like I said, Willie's the only one that I've looked at his card and kind of been like, meh. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. They're good models. I'd just prefer to take different models. And that's that's personal preference, maybe. Yeah, I think Walking Forge is good. There's definitely a lot of models that have it. Um, it mm. sounds like 
you don't like some of the other ones that do have it though, besides the summons and that. So you're not yeah. a big fan of the pork chop, huh? I I think it's a good model. Um, it's it is too flimsy and is also still leaning into the obvious weakness, which is play armor piercing. Um, like its attack is fine, but it needs to be in base to base, so its threat range is a bit lower. Yeah. Um, it's it's only got six health for seven wounds, which uh, for seven stones, which is a bit yikes. Yeah, if you it's don't have that armor too, it just dies. Yeah, exactly. Whereas for the same cost, I can get a model with seven wounds, higher defense, a defensive ability, better damage. <laughs> yeah, I just I think in mo- like I I like the pork chop. There's a lot of good situations. Like I always tell people in Bayou, I know it looks like the pork chop wants to fight. It's no, actually a scheme runner. It's a scheme runner. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's fight, the, bring the rock hopper. Yeah, he's he's the one that's on the line for me. He is the. I've definitely considered him. I've taken him to tournaments. I have a beautifully painted non-metallic metal pork chop, but he's never seen the table. He just looks brilliant, and I I definitely <laughs> consider him. Whereas the golem, I have actual issues with, and in Mayfang specifically. Looking at some of these other models, I mean, I think we just got to talk about the rock hopper. This thing, yeah. it can it can either scheme for you. There's also certain models that it just it evaporates. Uh, yeah. It ignores resist triggers. So if somebody has a you know nasty and resist, armor. yeah, that's <laughs> a, and then the armor just boom goes away. So yeah. it's two four five. You get some focus on it. It's gonna just destroy things. It's surprisingly, I th- I would say most of Mayfang stuff is surprisingly mobile just because of ride the rails. But this yeah. also has abandoned machinery which lets it push if there's nobody else around it. Yeah. And finally, it has scamper. And I think probably the other beautiful thing is, well, I shouldn't say finally because there's a lot with this, but it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you, you also can't remove scrap markers around it within four. But the yeah. thing that I love about it is Rust Rash lets you put out a scrap marker for low tome, which I think people forget about. It is pretty and nice. Then, and yeah. then the bonus yeah. <laughs> if you have a um well one you can drop a scheme marker but i often if i have a low mask i just get soul stones with this model yeah he's he's one of the reasons why i don't think i actually need that many soul stones in a mayfang list and in some some matchups salvage site just wins you the game yep um hilariously this model is literally a ball of anti-mayfang tech i played against ma and he is horrible to play against for mayfang because you can't summon off scrap near him. You can't heated iron him. There's so many different little effects that you're like, huh, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, and if people don't know, Salvage Site basically says unless it's an attack action or hazardous, you reduce the damage essentially to zero. So, yeah. Which is really good. Just good. Um, another thing is he has two-inch engagement for some reason, which, <laughs> which It's an oversized helps. drill, man. It is. It helps Arcanist be even better at Covert. <laughs> I think we got to spend some time talking about uh, your boy Sparks, though. Mm. This this guy is so good. They made him a henchman. It's like yep. gold all over his card. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I don't actually think there's anything bad. On- oh, Analyze Weakness is a pretty meh ability, and that is the only ability on his card that is bad. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like he's getting no other abilities. Like his wrench can kill people because it has knock aside. So if there's a scrap underneath them, you're getting the hazardous ping and it's a min three, which is just great. Yeah, I think people need to remember, especially if you're not used to playing against Mei Feng, that 
he turns your scrap markers into pit traps. So if you're near him within six and he can see that scrap marker, you're taking one damage and you're getting injured. So have fun with that. (laughs) Yep. He's really good. Um, Command Construct is just a good bonus. You don't actually care if it goes off 90% of the time. When it matters, it matters. You don't need the suit though. The suit's built in. The suit's built in. So if you've just got a nine in your hand on turn one, I often do it just to give like the rock hopper a focus. Yeah. Um, and then the most important part of him is now you're a robot. Um, yeah, we, we chatted about this. Go ahead and kind of run through some of the scenarios where this just does does the Lord's work for you. <laughs> so the the first thing is giving two shielding is just good. If you've got models with isochronism around, they get to copy the value of it. So oh, they get so two good. shielding as well. So that's just gravy. Um, you can build in the trigger that you want with removing a scrap and there's not much else in the crew except for Mei Feng that removes scrap so you're going to produce a sh- really large amount of scrap so he's, yeah. it's just giving him fuel um, but then you have pack with explosives which <laughs> is a trigger um, It whenever your shielding is decreased enemy models within two suffer one damage so this has like branching levels of ridiculous combos so you can do the Gammon bombs, which I mentioned before, which is um, where you give a gammon the pack with explosives, and then their attack hard slam lets you decrease your amount of shielding to get plus one damage on their attack. So you can charge in, reduce your shielding by one, pulse out one damage, hit them. You don't really care if you hit, but also if you hit, you've got a two, three, five, which is good for a free model. And then you do it again. And so you've pulsed for, uh, two damage to everyone within two and hit twice with a two, three, five. Or attacked twice with a two three five, which is just obnoxious. Um, <laughs> you can choose not to reduce if you want that gammon to be a bit more tanky, and now you leave your opponent with a the the difficult puzzle to unpack of do I punch this and take damage? Because they probably also won't do any damage to it because gammons are armor two with two shielding. Like you need to do four damage to do one to them. Yep. Um, which is really good. Another option is if you have isochronism stuff around, you can give it to, say, Neil or um, or a Gammon, copy it to, uh, say, Harris, and then you can pack with explosives Harris, and then you have Harris with four shielding to <laughs> fling it on its line and go, but how do you deal with this? Because he rips yeah. apart their back line with his attack, and then he rips apart their front line with when they attack him back. Yeah, because it's not one for you know whatever reason it's not once per turn or activation, so you can just now your robot just as much as you want. Yeah, the the only thing that slightly limits it is um, hard slam can reduce by two. You don't get two pulses because it's only yeah. each time you reduce. Yeah, so, so it doesn't matter if you reduce by and, two. And Sparks is just such a utilitarian though because you're doing that. You get an action off command construct when it goes off. You're a pseudo healer because your wrench can heal stuff. So, you yep. know, oh no, you know, my robot's halfway down. Just boom, boom, boom. I've also had it where I packed or I did uh, now your robot with pack with explosives on Neil. Yep. And then now That's that he's a construct, one. you can heal him too. Yep. So you can also um, remove impurity him. So you yep. can remove all of his negative conditions and give him a bunch more health. So it's just, yeah. it's gravy. <laughs> yeah. And hostile work environments, the one that really catches people off guard, because mm-hmm. if you're within six of sparks and he can see you, then you, you other actions can't target enemy models. 
So yeah. I say other enemy models can't target that enemy model. Yeah. So that's tactical. That's an attack action. You just can't target it. Yep. It stops things like I've got your back, pulling them out of combat. It stops most heals because they have to target. Um, it stops like impassioned defense to give them shielding to keep them alive more. It just, yep. it's part of the reason why people can't really fully commit into her because if Sparks is alive, they can't save the thing. They can't yo-yo it in and out or keep it alive for longer. Yep. They, it just goes down. Yeah, definitely. And it it I I fell into this hard when I played against Anya One uh, when she first came out because yep. she does the same thing with hostile work environment. And you end up struggling because then you have to find ways to, like, I got to block line of sight or I got to move Sparks or I got to try to kill Sparks. And then you're doing the thing that is very bad into Foundry where you're diving into them and you don't want to yep. be there. Yeah, you're adding more stuff. And if those two things are within one inch of each other, a metal gammon can walk in between them, drop a scrap and go, enjoy. Yeah. Give, give them both the damage instead. And then they're both in hazardous because they're probably near Sparks. <laughs> yep. Or well, one of them will be in hazardous probably. Yeah. And he, Sparks is only eight soul stones. So, I mean, he is a very, he's a bargain. He's, he's yeah. just a superb pick into any May list. Honestly, if he was blue, I would take him in many, many other lists. Yeah. He's not, so I can't. Well, there's, a re there's a reason you see him in a lot of Bayou lists, just because of yeah. how good he is. He's just a great model. We have, what's the other model? Oh, I, I don't, I want to talk about, uh, we'll get into the goodness of Neil Henry, but I want to get actually your opinions on the Metal Golem, because yeah. I love this model in, in Sandeep, yeah. and I, I feel your reservations a little bit with him into May. So he's, he's definitely a good model. I'm not going to argue that. Um, but it's more of an ideological reasoning behind the entire crew. The entire mm. crew doesn't need cards. It's it's very card agnostic. It's lots of very low number jewels um, and lots of that sort of thing. And so when I'm buying a premier beta between Neil or the Golem, the Golem's only stat five, which sure. means if, if anyone wants to dodge it, if they have that defense... Is, that, is a, that is a positive flip, though. It does. But for for the 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 situation where I have two thirteens in my hand and I want them to be useful, a step five is bad. Yeah. Every other situation, it's actually pretty good. The step five with a plus, whereas a stat seven is amazing with two thirteens because there aren't many models in the game that can well, stop from being I, on a straight with a focus. Well, not only not only that, I think people have to realize when you have a stat seven like Neil Henry, because he's stat six, but he's going to be seven because you're probably going to have a scrap near him. Yeah, and. When you are flipping duels, there's a lot of times with a stat seven where if you flip a five, it'll still hit. Yeah. Like, I can't remember the exact math, but like a plus flip is kind of one and a half-ish. Yeah. Somewhere around there. So being stat two, two extra stat on it is important. But it's the fact that, yeah, the rest of the crew doesn't do much with a 13. And having a model that is massively good with a 13 is, yeah. is far more impactful than having a model who's a bit more consistent, but... Is, is not going to be able to reliably force through the damage. Um, yeah. I think the only time I like the Metal Golem probably over that situation is if there's a lot of manipulative on the board, a lot of times that's good to have the Metal Golem. Uh, there, I actually played against um, uh, that story keyword, and the Metal Golem was able to one-shot the rabbit because it has the positive, and you just throw focus at it yeah. and just... So there, there's a lot of situ. Plus, 
vent steam is always good, but you could also bring it in some other ways in this crew. So it depends on how much you value that. Uh, but you already have hazardous terrain with the scrap markers. So yeah. it depends on how much overlap you want. Like if I were to bring um, vent steam, I would take the, the pork chop before I take the golem. True. Another thing is the golem again is leaning into, I have lots of armor and I've got lots of shielding. So if someone takes something to deal with that, they it dies. So do you it, feel like that a lot of people, when they're thinking about going against Mei Fang, they are thinking about the metal golem? So there's almost like an incentive for them to bring more armor piercing. So it's kind of like saving you a bit by not bringing it. Yeah, exactly. I like me talking on this podcast now is probably going to convince people more to not take the golem, which will probably negatively affect me. But <laughs> I've, I've, had, I've had many games where people over invest in uh, anti-armor and I'm like, I have a couple of armor one models and gammon that I don't really care if they die. So enjoy. <laughs> uh, the other thing is like Neil Henry is 10 stones when you take Soulstone Cash. Yep. The Golem is the same. And I will take Neil Henry over the Golem every day <laughs> because Soulstone Cash is also very good. Oh, Neil Henry, let me count yep. the ways. <laughs> uh, I don't. The funny thing is, and maybe it's because I don't play Arcanus, I don't remember looking at this too hard when it got buffed in apparently a February a year and a half ago. Yeah, uh, but it's a good card. <laughs> it's, it's a very good card. I I played it randomly in Sandeep One in a tournament where you had to play different. It was uh, Iron Scorpius for Vassal, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm just going to play Sandeep One in the first round because it, I'll just get him out of the way. I kind of know how to play him; should be fine. And I took Neil with a sort of metal based undercurrent in the list. I also took um, stuff to make an ice golem because they were playing Raspy. But yeah, he just walked up one side and killed everything he touched. <laughs> I So I will tell you, so I, I played probably my second or third game with May against a local, uh, my buddy Trevor here in Wichita. And I played Neil Henry in the list and I gave him fast with the mm-hmm. walk to get ride the rails up the board, turn one. And basically I just, I walked into a surveyor and just (laughs) smashed it. And it wasn't a surveyor anymore? (laughs) No, it wasn't. And I'm just, I'm sitting, he's so good in a lot of situations that sometimes you're just looking at him like, this feels too good. Like there, cause you have two attacks, you have flurry, you can give him fast with Mayfang too. And he's ignoring armor, two, four, five is not a slouch, stat seven. You can get plus one damage possibly if your opponent doesn't want to discard. Uh, gives out stunned. Yeah. Gives out injured. And then why not? He has bulldoze. <laughs> yep. So, and I actually, I'll bring him out a keyword sometimes because bulldoze just, like I played against Titania with the emissary for all those mm-hmm. stupid hungry landmarkers and Titania's into, you know, thorns and underbrush, whatever. Yep. And Bulldoze just like, cool. And now I have all these scraps. Cool. I'm going to kill stuff. <laughs> yeah. I um, I had a game where someone overextended a samurai and Oof. thought that was safe because Neil was behind a wall. I just bulldozed through it. And on turn one, bulldozed through the wall and double tapped him with Flurry and just killed it. I think oh, I so killed two mods so and it was like, cool, dead. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I mean, like I said, Flurry's good. He's hard to wound, which helps him out a bit. Defense six, which is huge. Yeah. Uh, nail down, I've actually found, because 
I didn't realize until the last game I played that you can actually drop ski markers as well. Yep. So there nice. was, yeah, there was a time where I think I killed a model to set up leave your mark. So yep. that was pretty, that was pretty nice. I felt good. My opponent's just looking at me like, you killed my crap and you scored a VP for leave your mark. Seems good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing about Bulldoze is he has an amazing trigger on it. It's uh, yeah, Royal yeah. Hammers forces your opponent to be on a neg flip for all the jewels that it generates. I killed, I believe it was Monaco Ray or um, Lady Yume um, by bulldozing through them, picked up a scrap because Bulldoze does that, dropped a scrap, so got heated iron, and mm-hmm. then they had a naked flip on the Bulldoze uh, jewel, and so they died to that, and then I turned around and punched Monaco Ray to death and was just like, cool, I killed two models, gained two stones value. <laughs> yeah, and I've actually used Bulldoze to, because I think in a game I played against Jim, I had a scrap marker that was a little too far away from the model I wanted to kill. Yeah. So what I did is I bulldozed over, placed the scrap, you know, because it's base. So you get like an inch and some change of movement. Yeah. That then put it within two inches of Henry to then smash the crap out of yeah. the model. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot He's of tricks with this. Yeah. Weirdly, I, I was thinking about it um, yesterday. He's different, but quite similar to the Valedictorian. Like 10 stones when he's got soul stone cash, he gets soul stones back, which is good. He can use soul stones. He's got a two for five at stat seven. He has movement tricks. He's hard to wound. He's def six instead of def five. He's he's a little similar. He ignores yeah. armor, which is also nice. His triggers are different, but good. Yeah, and I'm looking at the bonus. How do you like using that? I mean, because I know you can heal your stuff back a little bit with just some ping healing. I don't know if you get much work out of the defense 12 pushing no. but i it's it's mostly just a, i might get a heal if i flip it i'm never gonna cheat for it unless he's on low and i really want to like make yeah. my opponent pay for trying to kill him but most of the time it's just pulse out just kind of just kind of nice but, healing <laughs> yeah if if he didn't have a bonus i would still take him um he has a <laughs> bonus i'll flip it <laughs> there you go oh man so yeah neil Neil's just really good is there ever a situation you don't like bringing neil henry if I'm playing May, Neil is on the board. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> like he's he's very good. I've been considering instead of being my anti armor, my anti armor is normally Joss that I'll take out a keyword, and I'm just like I could just take Neil with a soulstone cash and is two stones cheaper than Joss with uh, diesel engine. Yeah, I have been considering it just to save a couple of stones because he's just yeah. I don't I don't, th- I don't think it's bad, and and then because I have run into it with Joss where. Sometimes you don't have enough power tokens out of keyword to do the thing you want to do with Joss. So, yeah, I, I, he's when you're playing Joss, it's more of a you get two power tokens, one the first turn because you charge, and then the second turn, it's you charge in and see if you can do like a ridiculous amount of irreducible. What? Yeah. Seven irreducible on the first hit, and then two on the second, guaranteed. Yeah. And I don't, I actually don't feel bad about playing Neil Henry with like Sandeep because Sandeep yeah. also can put out scrap markers. Yeah. Can so do I can do synergy. I can do a little bit of what Neil likes to do when I'm playing the Sandeep. Yeah, which is All good. Right. I did want to get your feedback on Kang because I talked to some people. Some people like him. Some people say, "Why are you looking at that model?" So I kind of wanted your opinion on him. He's, he. I wish he was good. <laughs> I heard some people say he's okay with Mayfang one if you're going to play that. He's better with Mayfeng 1, but <laughs> you have to play Mayfeng 1. Like, 
The guiding presence is nice. Worker's champion is very good. That I do like worker's champion a lot. Get I, I get some. I get some maw tuck at one feels with that. Yeah. The problem is if you are playing Mei Feng two, you have impromptu invention. You yeah. can just say that model has two focus instead of pulsing it out to random stuff and being like, yeah, this is good, but I could just give out two. Um, the his melee attack is fine. His guns fine. His bonuses, eh? It's it's the move four. The move four really, really. But he can hurt. ride. He rides the rails, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the problem is you don't always you can't always ride the rails, and True. when you can, there's probably Neil in there blowing up the thing that he's punching. I also feel like his shovel should probably be a two inch melee. I th- I think if he became two inch melee, lost the crit strike, it became a three four six, but still had crit strike as a trigger, then I'd be like, yeah, okay, he can take knock aside, do a good bit of damage, or he can take crit to get even more damage. Like it's not really changing the amount of damage he does, and yeah, he should probably have a two inch. Like he's he's close. He's he's close to the rest of the keywords. Good, but there's better. Yeah, I did hear somebody told me that in a situation where they think you're going to bring a lot of armor with Mayfang, he might be that kind of like surprise pick of like, hey, I'm kind of a, you know, punchy dude, but I give out focus and not yep. armor. And Yeah, but the same argument is for Neil because Neil doesn't True. have armor and Neil is good. <laughs> why, not, why not both? Why not both? <laughs> I've, I've considered it, but again... Arcanists have better out of keyword models that if you want to punch something really hard, you can. They do have some good uh, <laughs> out of keyword for sure. And the last one that I did want to hit up is just the man, the rail worker with that pneumatic toss is super good. Like, yeah, he, he is very, very good at just fan. dislodging things. Um, he he would be in my list if there wasn't a man with a clock on a chain that pushes your entire list four inches. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a bigger fan of J5, huh? Oh, yeah. J5 is is a model. He's a very good model. That's fair. Yeah, and I, I can see that for sure. Like, just the push your whole crew four inches, mm-hmm. go walk and do stuff. Definitely yeah. good. And it's a construct. I mean, I, yeah. this crew has a ton of, like, target-friendly construct. And for whatever reason, Arcanists have a crap ton of construct models that are just good. Yeah. It's, it's another reason why, like, I think Mayfang is better in Arcanist than Ten Thunders is the Ten Thunders constructs are still pretty good, but they don't have anything that stands out like all of the things that are in Arcanists. Like, you have Samurai, which are okay. Arcanists, we, we talked about J5 and the, the Gearlings. They're, they're definitely constructs and good at doing yeah. the stuff that people know they do. What are some other either out-of-keyword constructs or versatile constructs that you think work really well with May? So there's the obvious of the duet because you can give it fast and then it gets six AP instead of five, which is a thing. Um, oh, four, felt, pretty good. felt pretty good when I did it in two games. Not going to lie. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I honestly, I haven't even done it yet, but I know it is good and I understand how it works. And I'm like, yep, that is very good. Just haven't had the urge to. The funny, the funny thing about that is going to a tournament, right? Like, I know people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, man, I can't let that duet on the board. So they're going to ban Performer. Honestly, if you ban Performer, I'm like, there's plenty other good crap I'm going to bring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, one of the big problems against banning um, 
arcanists is they've got a lot of very good versatiles yeah like in covert i've played double um soulstone miners just to pop up and contest yep. markers which is very good um the rider is not a bad model like i will always take it it's bonus actually has a little bit of synergy with mei feng because it's a uh, yep. six inch uh scrap place a little card so draw is good too yep card draw is always good but yeah you can you can make your ride the rails quite threatening in their distance because yeah. you can move seven hiff a chain draw some cards and then drop a scrap six inches from himself which is just pretty good proxim damage yeah proxim damage as well um a weird one that i play i've played a bit is the mobile toolkit <laughs> okay he's he's four stones he's insignificant oh well but he's def six and he can tune models up he can give two focus turn one to a model within one you just plant him behind say the rock hopper or your rider and just go i'm gonna turn you up i'm gonna turn you up and go cool enjoy the two focus it's like the the wheel guy in a nascar race just, you know, wow, wow. <laughs> just and then he also has a three inch range heal one two three for a bonus which never bad no one's gonna complain about <laughs> yeah and I, I found that there's just like you said there's so many good constructs it's it's just the yeah. mecharachnid's good i've yep. like in a and matchup where good. yeah there's hard wound or or armor on the other side i'm just like cool this is going to get me a bunch of attacks and i'm going to get yep. positives because there's scraps everywhere mm-hmm. yeah the swarms the the steam arachnid swarms are good chucking diesel engine on them and just being like if i have good cards in my hand you all die yeah, i haven't tried I, I haven't tried the swarm yet so what's a good situation you think that i should try the the swarm out in I've I found them really useful in in lists where they've got very very specific models that need to die um, pre nerf um, Yamlo two that was actually one of my answers is a, a steam arachnid swarm sure it costs you most of your hand but you can just fling them in do um, do a good bit of damage and just because the amount of attacks and the amount of plus flips they get they can actually eventually cut through. Yarn Low 2 was a big problem for Arcanus in general, but was also a problem for the game. So coming up with solutions to it were a bit yeah. few and far between. Well, because you get plus flips to damage with the Swarm, and they got a 2-3-5, which is decent. Yeah, um, it's it's the Onslaught. So you can do, with a charge, you can do 5 damage because you'll have like double plus flip on damage with Diesel Engine. Then you onslaught do one, which gets them to their hard to kill, and then you punch them for the second attack and kill them. Which, huh. because they're bonus, they can walk as a bonus, and then on the move on diesel engine, you get <laughs> thirteen inches for their charge, and then you get potentially three punches. It 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 worked against one. The problem was then you have to deal with the other um, Komainu, and you just lose. Um, but it it was a method. We don't have to deal with that anymore, but it still does work. It's still a very good just fling and blow something up. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I don't think a lot of people, at least at least me, before playing Arcanist, I hadn't seen the Steam Arachnid Swarm since yeah. it got nerfed back in like the beginning of M3. Yeah. Yep. So it'd be a surprise if I saw an opponent bring it now. Yeah, definitely. Um, another good shout is the Effigy with the upgrade. Good yep. six stones, here you go, have a big stompy boy in your face. Um, <laughs> there's a cute little combo with the rider, because the rider on turn two can ride with me right at the end of the turn, 
the effigy, put it in front of him, and then starting your next turn, you get the goal, the um, emissary right in front of them. And so it's like, hey, it's base size plus two, so that's four, then five inches, nine, ten for the small base, and then twelve for the, the large base of the emissary. So it's like a 12-inch increase in threat on a Focus 2 emissary. Yeah, what's your opinion on the uh, on the emissary? Yeah, he's a good model. I would not call him busted, but he's he's good. Just I need more damage. I'll take him. Um, he he has some good combos with um, Damien, but that's that's for another time. <laughs> yeah, I I've talked to a few people. I think if you're going against some incorporal, or if you're going against uh, some people, were saying some uh, summoner list pretty good against because you can basically make it where you have to discard a card to cheat. And then when you yeah. do the action to basically do four damage to everything around it, it seems pretty good. Yeah. Like he's, he's a good model. I would not call him busted and I would not call him an auto take, yeah. but he's, he's definitely a thing you can consider. Um, but yeah, apart from that, like you've got your other options of like low Heath, if they've got demises that you desperately care about, um, Balaventine, if you want to give stunned to an important master. Joss, if you want more damage. Um, Wind Golem, if you are scared of guns. What do you think about, uh, going back to Constructs real quick, what do you think about Envy? Oh, I love Envy. Piano. Envy's great. Yeah, <laughs> Envy's good. Um, not as much in, in Mayfang, just because... He he's normally useful for supporting a master because you can discard a card to give a focus, and then he just has a good gun. Um, but yeah, he's he's definitely a good model. Um, he's a bit tanky, and he's just got a nice long range gun. I'd consider it just for the long range gun because my thing doesn't have a huge amount of ranged threat. That's yeah, mainly you, just you, one survivor. You could give him fast with Mayfeng. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Just shoot something three times with your uh, two four six gun. Yeah. Yeah, I I like it more as just uh, I can focus and hit you yeah. with a six damage out of nowhere. The classic oh, yeah. Fuhatsu problem. Yeah, but it's not stat six, which is a little sad. Yeah, and I I found that sometimes Envy gets bullied. Like when I've brought him a couple of times, he's just this big honking model, and they're like, "I don't like that gun." Pew pew, and then they try to kill him. Yeah, he he does he does suffer from the. Very killable, especially in Mayfang, where they go, you will take armor. And specifically, the old Angel Eyes, this new Angel Eyes model, man, is really brutal. Accomplice is probably not a good thing that should have been put on her. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically, I brought Envy and Angel Eyes, just Dixon, just beat the crap out of Envy (laughs) with Angel Eyes. Like, Was it just one shot or was it two? It was, it was one. Oh, we got the red? <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> oh no. Like, Dixon, I'm trying to see if I like this model and you just destroyed it. <laughs> just Isn't that boom, the way it always it's... goes when you you test out a model? You want to be like, oh, let me see if this model works in this crew and they just kill it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that happens uh, quite often. <laughs> so we kind of gone through a lot of the different models. What are the strategies and schemes that you think Mayfang is pretty strong into. So she is a ball. She loves sitting in a place, sending what she needs to out, taking or catching, 
catching threats from the opponent that they send in. So guard and carve are always going to be good. Um, no, not carve, sorry. Um, covert. Uh, covert's also just a very good one for Arcanists. Like, uh, I need a reason to not take her in, um, in covert. Um, generally, it's the opponent is well known for playing something that ignores armor and does really good at doing it. Like, yeah. mistake two is a bit scary. Um, but but yeah, she can she can sit between the center two. You can have soulstone miners pop up to stop your opponent from claiming the outside two. And she claims two. She goes to the other side, like moves her bubble slightly to the left or slightly to the right, depending on terrain and where your opponent is to claim the third one. And then you can just either accept that you don't get the fourth point because you've stopped your opponent from getting two points or you can send someone out with a ride the rails on the last turn to go score the, the fourth point. It's just really, really good. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I find myself really sliding her into the slot of uh, Cover and Guard the Stash. Kind of seems like yeah. where she really likes to be in this GG. Yeah, like, and I've played her in Carve. She's not bad at Carve. Yeah, it seems um, fine. Yeah, like you have you have Gearlings you can take, and Gearlings are... She actually fuels Gearlings a bit better than many other keywords because you have the Forgeling who can pulse out burning the start of his activation, so you don't yeah. have to put an effort to go put a, a, a different condition on it. Yeah. Um, so they can do carve really well. Admittedly, carve, I tend to look at Colette because it's funny. Um, <laughs> is it? It is funny. I heard, I heard that's how you don't make friends. <laughs> um. I have a wonderful personality that lets me get away with this bullshit. Yeah, you, you kind of you get away with a little bit. Personality yeah. kind of softens yeah. the blow, if you will. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I don't have a hand, so if they get really pissed off with me, they've got to go through that. Do I lose my shit at a disabled person? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have to tell you, Brody, that wouldn't stop me. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, an e- I'm an equal opportunity kind of rage, rage quit water, guys. No. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> Like, I'm also you, did, you decided to play here. You're going to get the whole experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah. And like, Cursed is okay for her, but she's not. She wouldn't be my Cursed pick. I yeah, I, feel, I feel like there's just better options in, in Arcanist for Cursed. Yeah. Cursed is a bit of a problem. It's it's It has massive problems just at des- the design step and not the where, what you're actually taking because of things you can do that are just a bit mean. Um, but you know, and, and there's a lot of good options for Arcanist, but I find myself a lot of times just finding that Sand Deep does a lot better with denial for, for yeah. cursed objects. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, if you if your positioning's really good with Sand Deep, I, I actually like him there. Yeah, um, just because I find my stuff just doesn't die as easy. Yeah, I. I like two aspects of this game. One is making balls that are very horrible for people to deal with. And I like being aggressive. And yep. so cursed, I want people to come at me and I want to blow them up with Damien. Um, <laughs> I think I saw you comment in the Arcanist uh, discord that if, if you just don't care about people hating you, just drop, just drop Damien one. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, I was responding to someone who said that Damien one's the best. I was going, he has some counterplay because yeah. like you just need to don't, you don't need to interact with him. Like curse, you, you just run away from him. You go get your points on your schemes. Don't let him get any points and he'll just be a bit sad. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's honestly when I played against Dixon, he, he basically gave me Titania 
Yeah. And she's not easy to kill. So that took yeah. a bit. Yeah. But he ran, he ran the Kurgan off. He ran his emissary back. And I was just like, okay, I guess I'm going to walk, walk. <laughs> yeah. So like some of my most difficult games with Damien, um, even pre-nerf Damien was things like Seamus who can pop in, blow up onto your back line and then just disappear. Yeah. I was, it was thankfully on covert. So I could bullshit my way through that and win anyway, but yeah. It was a tight game and I made mistakes, but I was able to pull it through. Um, but yeah. Yeah. What kind of schemes are you usually looking at with, uh, with Mei Fang? She, she loves hidden martyrs because she has a significant totem, um, which means you can pair it with weird combos. You can also do things like a survivor and Harris J five. There's yeah. quite a few combos in her crew because a lot of her models are quite cheap. Um, she doesn't have like nine, 10 costers. They're all eight or lower. So yep. you can do quite a few combos where your opponent doesn't really know what to kill. So they can't yeah. actually do some horrible turn one, blow up your totem and go, haha, you're never getting hidden. Cause you can actually just go, no, nah, it wasn't that. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. And I know <laughs> I, I picked load him up the other day and that seemed pretty good of me because markers yeah. are everywhere. It's, it is a weird one. Like you can definitely do it. And if you pick it, you will play it correctly. But it's when you're, when you're not focusing on it, you can accidentally just have all of your scrap in your, in your side of the board. You have to put in a bit more thought than just it happens. It's not like old research mission where research mission for a marker master just happens. Um, so yeah, load them up is pretty good. Um, I think you said breakthrough is pretty good with her group. Breakthrough is good because gammon do it by themselves. Um, Would you say you sabotage just, as well then? Yeah, sabotage is pretty good. Um, Vendetta is pretty good with Neil. Um, really, you're not guaranteed both points, but like I guess he is only eight soul stones, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he can. He can. It seems he can like go, he yeah, could be nine. Good. Nine seems like where he should be. <laughs> if he had an extra health, I would probably expect accept that. But fair. But yeah, he's he's quite a good eight stone model. Um, yeah, I mean, he'll good. be ten because of soulstone cash. But Soulstone Cash actually makes you worth 10 points. Yeah, I found there's a lot of good enforcers that become a lot better in Arcanist because of Soulstone yeah. Cash. There's a there's a lot of models in the game in general that I would be like, this would be amazing if it was Arcanists or Guild, <laughs> but it's not, so I'm sad. So it's not. Yeah, like Harata. Harata's actually pretty good with Soulstone Cash and Colette. Um, problem is Colette doesn't want to play that sort of game. Yeah, but that's like, what I found. But if he was blue, oh dear God, he would be amazing because you could you could take him and give him Soulstone Cash. Yeah. Or if you could take him in Maxine and give him Soulstone Cash, it would be amazing, but you can't. And you can't give True. him Lead either. Because that's the other one that just kind of makes people worth more than their cost. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like uh, Leave Your Mark is another good one that I like with them. Yeah. Leave Your Mark because you can dominate the middle. Um, it's yeah. a bit iffy because you don't drop any schemes in weird ways except for the rock hopper should you but be we can do it should you be worried in a pool that has assassinate do you feel like people are gonna try to assassinate may a bunch i think they can try but i don't think you should be necessarily <laughs> worried about it like as long it's, as you it's, don't overextend her yeah like it's it's definitely reasonable that she can die to assassinate like that's i'm not saying she's immune to it but she's difficult to assassinate and You've got a bit of healing that targets constructs, so like sparks can punch her over the back of the head with the wrench, and she'll heal too. Yep. So you've you've got enough healing that you can keep her up. 
um, if they go for it and they've got a plan, she'll die. But yeah. it's not something I would be like not, not taking that into assassinate pools. Yeah. And I, whenever I play a new crew, I always do. Let's see how much of a beating this this model can take. So last game I played, it was let's throw Mayfang up the middle of the board with the with the metal golem and see what happens. And she yeah. died. I mean, it was fine, but yeah. uh, I, sometimes it's good just to see how much damage a model can take in those situations. Yeah. yeah. How many yeah. turns did it take to kill her, though? Did it take like an entire against, turn? No, it was against Tiri, and I didn't have because apparently I didn't know Tiri had a couple models that remove scrap. Yeah, so, they do. So that took away my ability to reduce damage. And I was like, yeah, okay. this was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe not in that pool. <laughs> yeah, maybe. right. Yeah. But yeah, like, if she's got like two or three scrap around her, she's yeah. actually really tangy. Yep, for sure. I was going to ask you, though, I, I've been kind of trying to find somewhere where this works. Do you see a world, because Mayfang has good cheap minions, that you could run public demonstration in Mayfang? Mm, probably <laughs> not. Public demonstrations, iffy. I, I have done it. Um, but like in Arcanists, the better way to do public demonstration is just like six spiders. I was going to say you could, in my mind with May, I was like, cool, just bring three survivors and be like, get them, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have played a game where I think I had more Bayou models than my opponent who was playing Ma. <laughs> that seems odd. <laughs> yeah, I just I did it on purpose. I took the I took Sparks three survivors and um, the Rock Hopper, and he had I think he just had he had both um, Soulstone Miners. Oh no, yeah. it was I had more Trixie models than him. That was what it was. Ah. Yeah, you do bring quite a bit because especially in your base list, you already have two in there. Yeah, exactly. And like Covert, you're going to take two more. Actually, you probably have three because I think you said you prefer the survivor. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's in my core, a survivor with magical <laughs> training. So you're, so you're starting off with three. If you bring Soulstone Riders, you got another two. Yeah. <laughs> then you just put two more survivors in and you have a Ma list with Mei Feng instead. I would, I would do that just to troll a Ma player. I would just yeah. be like, I have all the Trixie. It's it's sadly not great because your opponent's rock hopper is absolutely terrifying. True. Because yeah, he 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 threw it into my list, and I was like, oh no, all of my effects. Rock hopper, rock hopper is good. Yeah, rock hopper is very good. I mean, um, you almost have to just at that point just try to kill it with Neil. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I did. I think Neil. He played well, and Neil couldn't get to him particularly that quickly. I think I got yeah. one attack and then got punched, and then I got another attack and killed it. But the the amount of just slow down my engine got was was pretty detrimental. Yeah, is there any schemes or well, – let's just talk schemes with that. But is there any schemes that you just don't like with Mayfang where it's like, eh, that's kind of not usually very good? In your face is good. I like in your face. Um, yeah. Set the trap shouldn't be too hard just with Gammon going and doing their thing. Yep. Load them up's good. Like it's spreads a little iffy, but can be done. Um, sure. I probably wouldn't take secret meetup, but I think that's more. I'm not very good at 
predicting exactly where the combat will happen for a very specific model. I have problems with that one because I pick the terrain and then the model goes the other direction. So I'm like, well, crap, now I got to go get that model. And it becomes a whole thing and and I usually miss out on points. <laughs> yeah, that is that is my theory as well. Like I'm like, I accept that it's a good scheme and people play it against me and I just walk straight into it and I don't know how to stop myself. <laughs> But you are some kind of sorcerer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much because I can't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, the times I've tried, it's actually lost me the game because I yeah. I could have dunked a model to like kill it. But I'm yeah, like, I want to try to keep it alive to score it. And then they end up just getting it out of there. And I'm like, and then it's alive and then it gets healed. Yeah. And, and that's the game. <laughs> but yeah, so like I would say it's probably only maybe spread. Um, public demonstration and secret meetup that I think she's gonna struggle with. All the rest of them, like, depends Pretty on the flexible, situation. Yeah. Like, assassinate is is your opponent big stompy person who can't die, or is it you know ten health gonna just die like a? Looking at, I mean, have you found that she's pretty successful? Like. I know you said she's good and and you're kind of reaching for her a lot. Do you feel like she's a master that you could pretty much solo for a while and just do pretty well with? I believe so. Um, I'm trying to pull up the stats now, but from memory, she did have one of the higher win rates in in the Vassal World Series tournament games like they did um, stats. Yeah, like she's got a 63% win rate. It's admittedly from a bit, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good win rate. Um, but also, like when they banned madness stuff, she became like, I think she was almost all of the games were May Feng. She's just very, very good. Um, she bounced back, I think, quicker than any other model that has been nerfed in the game. Like her nerf came through, they were all fair, and she was like, "Cool, I'll continue to be a very, very good model." Carry on, carry on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Like it was just like you need an extra scrap to start off with and a slightly higher card on a bonus. Well, and I just think it's because when you, yeah, when you look at her models, they're just they're very like even the minions are very durable. I mean, mm-hmm. and and we're we're probably in a spot in the game where a lot of minions really don't see table time just because they're usually yeah. gone. Whereas her minions, they're move they can move enough. There's shielding and support to help them survive. Uh, I think her. I think a lot of her minions are hard to kill, if I remember right. So Two of they are. Three. Yeah, they're not really getting one shotted. They have armor and shielding because of the crew, yep. and uh, they just they're well supported and they they fit a role very well in her crew. Yeah. Another thing is. Uh, two of her three minions have bonus action move in some way. Both yep. the survivor and the metal gammon have magnetism, so. They can do the whole. I have three AP. I can go yep. do, I can go do schemes, and having summons go do schemes is kind of the best thing for them. Other than yep. get in the way and deal damage, which is also what Gammon do. What would you say? I guess some of her weak spots are. So if somebody's playing against her, like what what are some things that you can really attack into to tr- try and you know win the day, if you will? Um, I would say. Good guns are a little bit of a problem for her because they don't have to enter her 8-inch bubble. Yep. Um, I'd say movement effects are very, very good. Being able to pull a key piece out of the bubble so you don't have to interact and die in the bubble um, is also good. 
Um, obviously, ignoring armor is going to be good against her, even yeah. when I've I built my lists to not have as much, but it still has enough that it's good. Um, yeah. It's still going to be good. Um, yeah, and marker removal is always good um, against a marker master. But I would be selective with that because if you just yeah. have spot removal, I don't think it's something to focus on. But if you have a model like, I would say, the Lucky Emissary, like Lucky Emissary mm. will do good work with this. Uh, if if you're playing against her into carve, you could use the carve marker, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that thinking that it's going to impact the game a ton because after a it's, certain point, the markers are just going to be passed where the ski, or scraps are. Yeah, it's it's also dangerous because you don't want to let her just stand on all of your strategy markers. Like if her if your strategy markers are in her ball, she's fine with that. Yeah. Unless you've killed everything, she's these are, these are now like, mine. Yeah, they're now mine. I'm gonna walk up the board and I'll push them into really awkward positions for you to struggle with. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like also tech. I think people sometimes go, oh, this is really good into this one particular matchup. The tech needs to be a good model. Yeah. So like if if a model had, say, lost knowledge that wasn't a master, that's a good action. It doesn't matter that it's removing yeah. removing markers and you're like, oh, well, it's only removing one at a time. It's, it's just a good action. And it's it's the same with a lot of stuff. Like I, I would not advise people to take bad models that happen to counter one thing that someone does. <laughs> So you, they wouldn't, might you wouldn't recommend uh, Outcast or Bayou bringing uh, Johan? No, but Outcast should bring Mad Dog. <laughs> <laughs> turns out Mad Dog's good. Yeah, it turn, turns out that with a focus, he can just one-shot a gammon. <laughs> Pow, dead. Yeah, or he can just three-shot like most things in the keyword. Like that, He's a good model, but also if I didn't take any armored models, he's still a very good model. Yeah. And I, I think that's what you want to do when you're teching is be like, okay, if they bring this type of model, I'll have something, but I'm okay if, if they don't like, I'm okay if there's not that much armor, I'll be okay if there's not that much hard to wound or whatever. Like, yeah. I, th- I think sometimes people like, for, for example, I was playing Colette and if an outcast player decides to bring something to attack buried models, it's like, well, okay, if I bring Colette two, she doesn't bury, and now you have yeah, this weird so There's a 50% model. chance that you don't get <laughs> because your tech does nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it should be multi-purpose when you tech models. Yeah, it should be on its own a good model that happens to have good tech. Yeah. Yeah, and there is such a um, thing as over-teching, so don't bring too much of something. Yeah, like in, into Seamus, if I was playing Raspy, I would take the Wind Golem before I took snowstorm because i don't think snowstorm's a particularly great model yeah whereas the, the wind, wind golem is amazing protects me for a while and then goes off and scores me points or kills models or does uh, a whole bunch of other stuff i started putting soulstone cash on that model Obnoxious. and you're just like man i'm getting kind of low on soulstones what can i go kill dunk we're going to kill those two models oh no oh, and collision trigger if you have yeah. not seen that collision trigger on the wind golem check it out that just it's around so much crap. Oh yeah, yeah. Like in in Raspy too, you can put up the Blizzard from the Golem, have all your models protected from it because that December, and then he just pushes them in. It's like here, take five damage. That's yeah. just. Oh. <laughs> That's the only. So I like I said, I play a lot of Sand Deep. That's yeah. the only thing I wish I had more November models because 
when you turn on the blizzard with the ice golem as a sand deep player, you're like, okay, and now I'm going to throw this in your crew. And I had this, I had this terrible game with Lance from, uh, from Australia. Mm-hmm. And we basically did, he was playing Shenlong and we had basically this weird matchup in turn two where I was pushing the ice golem with blizzard into his crew. He'd push it back into my <laughs> crew. I would push it back. Yeah. It's this giant yo-yo of the blizzard going back and forth. Yeah, Blizzard's a thing you need to be very careful of when you put it up. Um, Gearlings are okay because they ignore it when they're moving, so you can scurry through it, um, (laughs) makes it feel okay. Um, I put it up today and then had to have Harris walk into it. He had a shielding, and I was only doing the one damage one, not the two. So he didn't take anything, but I was like, oh, this is a little bit spicy. (laughs) This is, uh, I gotta be careful with this. (laughs) Yeah, but I needed him to get claim jumps, so it was fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and I I think that what makes May is just that she's a solid crew, solid models, very forgiving yeah. if you don't do dumb things. <laughs> yeah. And then like you were saying, I think you just you have your basic low TNs and then you're going to have attacks that miss, but because she's so efficient, it feels okay because like, oh, that one missed, yeah. I'll try again. Yeah, when it's when it's not Neil missing attacks, you don't care. Yeah, like, exactly. You don't so, care when a gammon misses. Are you saying then that you save most of your high cards for that Neil activation? It is, yeah. Yeah. Neil Neil will have if I have two severes, they will be going to Neil. Um and there's un- unless there's some weird I need to keep this model alive defensive cheats, they're probably going to him. Um another another caveat to that is the the survivor will sometimes get a thirteen or the red joker. Of time specifically, <laughs> the thirteen. They spike. They spike so hard. They spike really, really hard. And if they're in the bubble with May, they like they get to seven, seven damage on their severe, which is just stupid. I'm, I'm telling you, if you haven't, if you haven't been got by a survivor when they spike, it is horrendous. Horrifying. You're just like, how is this five stone minion killing off my henchman models? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Another spicy little combo that the survivor has is if you have like a one of tomes, if you've set up a gammon to be a bomb and it's just waiting there, you shoot your own gammon in the butt, cheat in this low tome, you get the trigger, you get to do the two pulses because you have two instances of damage lowering the shielding, and then you get to drop a scrap to trigger heated iron with someone in base to base with it. So you can pulse out two damage and one damage on the tar- on the other is model. That, uh, is that just three unresisted damage? <laughs> yeah, it's three un- unresisted damage from a one of tomes. Yeah, and feels, bombs in the valley. Good. But like, it's pretty good. <laughs> so if you see somebody, so what, I guess, what would you recommend to a player that sees that combo? Like if, if they see bombs on their belly going into a model, how should they then react when they see sparks doing that? I, I think you should be prepared for the next action, uh, next activation of your opponent to be. It's sh- being shoved into you, either placed in or it's going to be applied. If it's going to be applied, there's not much you can do about it unless it's you pull your one model away and hope. Um, but if if they're if they're shoving it into you and not blowing it up, um, you probably need to activate one of those models and get them out of there because. <laughs> it's like it's like the helms deep you know scene off of the yeah, two towers with the orc running in with the torch yeah Gotta exactly take it down take it down yeah you need to you need to kill it before it gets to activate which is unlikely because it's got two shielding another option is just remove its shielding if you can get two attacks that are 
reasonably good stat doesn't have to be high damage just plinking twice is yeah. fine um but yeah like if if they've only got one model within two of the gammon it's it's okay it's not busted it's when they have like two to three models within two of a gammon the gammon just goes young and a deal six unreduced damage to three different models which is a bit much i think that's kind of where the counter is playing against may i think there's not many other bubble crews that can probably go toe to toe with this crew there's, there's think, not many, yeah. Yeah, there, there's definitely some, but she's pretty good at managing and making that a miserable situation. So yeah. I think a lot of crews that can be very mobile and kind of, you know, yeah. get the outskirts of her crew, get some of those support models. I think those are, like, if I was playing against this, so especially if I was playing Bayou, I'm just like, you know, I know what, this seems kind of like a zip matchup to me and just try to pull different models out of that little bubble. Yeah, Zip is is a very reasonable pick. Like, he also has the option of I charge into Mei Fang, fling her backwards, and then you kill her, kill her. <laughs> which is 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 a big problem. Um, but yeah, there's there's not many bubbles that she doesn't cut through. May's also a good target for the Ballyhoo bucket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bonus yep. that chick, just send her back to your crew. <laughs> yeah, that is that is another option. Yeah. Um, how Ballyhoo yeah. Bucket's bonus did not, that Ono oh Ogopogo, how that didn't get touched, I don't know. That is such know. a fantastic bonus. Yeah, the, the nerfs did seem to miss a couple things. Like the Red Library stuff is, uh, their masters f- are fine. It's their models are a bit too much and Ballyhoo Bucket's a bit too much. What do you think's too much in the, uh, in their, uh, in the story keyword? Uh, all of the story models. Like Thang Yong, um, Sun Wukong and um, Drummy Boy. They're all very, I, very, very I, strong models. They're, they're good. I I don't know. See, the thing is, I don't know if they deserve a nerf, though. Like, they're really good. But when I play against them, I don't feel like it's unreasonable. Fan's the only one that I actually, like, have a massive problem really? with. Really? What do yeah. you have a problem with them? Take the hit at range six. Is that, just a at six? Mark. Even being once per uh, activation? Well, the yes. The is problem it once is, per activation or turn? It's once per turn. Okay. But the problem is he then is in base to base with the thing that you were trying to deal with. So he can then take the hit again and again and again. Yeah, I mean, I've either, I usually use that as a way to get, get the discard going. And then I usually just kill him. Yeah, fair. But in 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 the story, you have Lindley one who can draw cards because she has lost knowledge. Yeah. In... Um, Jacob Lynch, you can play it, and you've got card draw from Gwyneth. You can take That's Gwyneth into other keywords, and you can you can build a very obnoxious defensive ball. Yeah, I think it feels bad when it's all together because you have this kind yeah. of like crazy scheme runner pushing crap around. You have you know obviously the tanky model to sit there and take the hit, and then you have Snorlax in the back putting up a boring yeah. conversation, also soaking damage like Marlena is pretty good. Yeah, definitely. I I have less of a problem than Map Map. Map Map is very cool and very defensive, but he doesn't really work well out of keyword. Yeah. Whereas whereas Thangong, you can if you need a take the hit model, he's now the best take the hit model in the game. Okay. So let's go ahead and kind of wrap this up with mm-hmm. talking about Mei Fang One. Yeah. So 
we're up on the app because I don't know we're off by heart. <laughs> so she's supposed to be kind of this damage dealing version of May. Yeah. And, you know, she's armor one, which is fine. Defense six. Uh, I guess before daring, de- declaring triggers, like you said, she can reduce the total by two to, you know, get a suit. Yeah. And she has constant motion. So whenever uh, she declares a trigger, can push two inches um, after resolving. So kind of this weird follow-up mechanic. Yeah. she She's supposed to do a lot of damage with like this jackhammer kick. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I've seen her used before, before all this extra title stuff came out and she was fine. Yeah. Uh, but once she kind of goes and kills something, it's kind of like, okay, well... There she is over there. Yeah. Like, my problem is that I think she just needs plus one stat. I think that would fix her. Because then she has, if you have a good card in your hand, she's a stat seven, two, four, five. Brilliant. Yeah. Whereas, and then can go down to a, a stat five to get the guarantee trigger. And that feels fair. It's when she goes down to stat four that it just really, really hurts. Because, yeah, like a Def 6 model, it can probably dodge that. Yeah, because I could actually, if especially if she was stat 7, I could see you doing that. And she could use Jackhammer Kick to actually do some cool things like get into secret yeah. meetup or put a model yep. positionally where it needs to be. So I, I can definitely see that, right? Yeah. Another option I could see her weirdly is if she had always cheats last, then at least she has the ability to go, do I drop my stat? Do yeah. I cheat? Like, there's a lot more information, whereas currently, like, the problem is, stat six, there's a lot of stat six defense models that if she's hitting them, on average, 50% of the time, she's going to not be the one who's winning the duel to start off with, which means she has to cheat first, and then she has to go as high as possible, and then the opponent can they can choose. Whereas if she got to cheat last, then she's actually got the choices between them but i think also cheating last would probably be a bit too strong on her yeah and i think the other thing that kind of sticks out to me is yeah she's kind of a solo master yeah but i feel like she's like the extreme like she does almost nothing for her crew yep yeah like she needs focus but she doesn't do anything for her crew weirdly i think full out of keyword might actually be okay with her yeah i haven't tried it but i'm like you could take a super frenzied list if, if there was a bit more giving out focus in, in the faction, then you could probably do it. Well, and I actually don't know. Like, I'm trying to think about the last time I saw Mayfang 1 played. I don't know how good the crew is when it's not supported properly. Yeah. Like, because last time I, I played against her, she went off and killed something, but then I just tore apart the rest of the crew and it just didn't have any legs by itself. Yeah. It's... It is definitely like all the models are good, but they need a little bit of support to just function. Like my, the last game I had against her, it was a Mayfeng mirror match. I played May two. They played May one. She came in, she ate all my scrap. It was really annoying. But (laughs) then then I just kind of won because points it was, it was carve and I had Gearlings and Harris and I just sort of kept bullying the markers over the line, killed a model. I lost a model to her, but then she had no models left and I, one because points. Yeah, it almost. I think last time I played against her, I kind of kited her over, like just gave her kind of like a target, and the person yeah. just took her over there. Yeah, like yeah, when I played her, it wasn't that I was playing any 
any models that were specifically good. I just played enough models that won me the strat, and yep. her killing a model a turn didn't matter because she doesn't do it efficiently. Like, yep. she doesn't do it in one AP where she just kills a model. She has to actually hit, like, two or three times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's like, either that or you got to have set up. Like, Vents... The thing I don't think you want to do with her is she doesn't want to put up Vent Steam. Like, I think she would be a lot better if she had, like, that condensation trigger that the Metal Golem had. Because she does. Do- it's just on her breath of oh, fire. Oh, she? Yeah. Oh, well, see, I'd, ra- I'd rather that be on her deadly claws. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would much prefer that because then at least I can be like, cool, I'm going to attack you for two, four, five, and then I'm going to put up put condensation, up and, then- and now I'm going to start jackhammer kicking you. Yeah, that that would be cool as well. Like, another thing is, if it wasn't her taking more attacks and it was just doing, like, pulse damage or something where you don't have to hit more times, yeah. like, currently her dream, everything goes perfectly, is she has to hit six times. <laughs> which is, is, that is that's that a lot of cards. Like, she needs to hit the target six times. Sure, the jackhammer kicks have to, have to happen and you have to be in Magical Christmas Land, but that is a lot of card drain. Yeah, and then sure. and then you have nothing else. Like your crew then runs on fumes, and it doesn't consistently do one damage to. Everything. I think that honestly, looking back at it now, I think that was the problem. Is that you know she she killed something, but then I think the person might have had one or two cards to defend the rest of its crew. Yeah, exactly. And if and if Arcanist had a a card draw engine, then I'd be okay with it. But all of our card draw is very piecewise it's a lot of keyword dependent or it's the rider who needs to hit and to hit he yeah. needs a 13 to guarantee it yeah which you probably already spent on her <laughs> yeah it's basically i think the card draw that i've there's only a few few bits of card draw that i think i've i've become comfortable with in arcanist and it was j5 getting you one a turn <laughs> yep and then i think it's kendara Yep. And even that's not reliable. That's just nice if it happens. And, and it's keyword. Yeah, and it's keyword. And then basically it's the rider and that's kind of it for card draw that I've found. Yeah, like there is a bit of key at card draw, but it's lots of just random things. Like Raspy yep. 2 has it on her bonus action. She has a surge trigger. It's not built yep. in, but it'll happen sometimes. Um, Damien draws oh, a lot of cards. Also, Damien Mar- Damien. Marcus 1. I, Marcus I, 1, I, yeah. I do love Marcus 1 because there is actually a decently crap ton amount of card draw you can get into yeah definitely but the problem is it's not it's not like i can take gwyneth and two terracotta warriors and just draw like 10 cards a turn it's no guild lawyer with ancient pact yeah no yeah it's not ancient (laughs) Pact. like yeah that's the thing if we could take ancient pact then sure there's actually some consistency we got to be fair the upgrades for arcanist are pretty good so we can't complain too much they are pretty good i think they get massively overhyped. Like I think magical training is a perfectly fine upgrade, not the most busted thing in the universe. But are you saying are people... that you don't jump through hoops to take magical training on every list? I don't. <laughs> I, I don't jump through hoops. I'm like, if there is a good model to put it on, I'll put it on. I've been recently convinced that dabblers are actually pretty good models. So I oh, will wow. be actually having magical training on my, uh, my dabblers. But like, I don't do it in Hoffman because I have to take a bad model. Um, I think Cylons are way too expensive at a keyword to have that as the... But you can do it with Silent Ones. Like, it's you, not... Do you, bring, uh, do you bring them in May? Uh, no. Oh, you mean Magical Training? 
yeah. or silent ones. Magical training is easy because you can put it on a survivor. Yeah, that's what I was asking. If you if you put it on like a survivor, oh, every every time. Like if I okay. have an in keyword good model to put it on, it'll be on there every time. Okay, but I'm not gonna engineer it. Like I'm not taking a seven stone saboteur to to make sure I have my seven cards because it's just it's not worth it yeah because i I've, I've started finding that those models just don't contribute usually to what you're doing no, exactly. so it's just kind of sitting there just being like okay this is you know seven stones on the cheap end to get a card yeah. uh exactly. so i i usually i found playing colette i don't bring it because i don't yeah. like showgirls yep and then i do bring it in sandeep i do bring yep. it easy to take the sandy yep i do bring it in um in Mayfang, it's it's easy to work there. It's actually really good in Mayfang, I feel. It is, yeah. Uh, because it's more shielding, so it's like, hey, this is what my crew wants exactly. to do. Like a counter spell on top of the survivor's tankiness is just extra annoying. Yep, I do bring it into Marcus because you have the uh, initiates. Yeah. Yep. And then I'm trying to think who else. I don't bring it in Hoffman. That was the other one. I don't play yep. it in Hoffman. I was actually, I think, I, I think you replied to me when I was asking the Arcanist players in the Discord. I was like, so is it worth bringing this into Hoffman? Like, do I go out a keyword or what? And uh, I think you piped up and we're like, yeah, I just don't bring a bad model. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. Like, magical training is definitely good, but I don't think it's worth taking bad models when you could just take better models. Like, yeah. I also I made the argument of Winston Finnegan is amazing because if he was seven stones and didn't have Arcane Reservoir, you You'd would still take bring him. the model. So out of keyword, he has nine stones and he has Arcane Reservoir. Arcanist would pay nine for that because he's a good yeah, model. It's the same thing with Bryn and uh, Bayou. Yeah, exactly. Like you're going to take I, Bryn because he's I amazing. Don't, I, well, I don't bring him in every keyword, but I, I wouldn't shame a person for bringing him in their keyword. It's like, he's just a good model. Yeah, he's always on the list of a model that you definitely consider. Like yeah. if... If I was playing Bayou and only had a couple of keywords, which admittedly I do have Angler, but he's on the list of like, if I was playing them competitively, just playing Angler, he would be purchased and in my bag because he is yep. a good model. Go um, to Gadzooks, buy that one model. <laughs> uh, I mean, the shipping to New Zealand might be too expensive. That's, but... fa- that's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Whereas I've, yeah. sent, I've sent stuff to New Zealand. I can confirm that it is a lot. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not fun and it takes ages. Um, but yeah, like, and like Rasputina does it easily because you have silent ones. Yep. Damien, I didn't normally do it, but I've been convinced that dabblers are actually pretty good. So I'll give it a try. Um, yeah, somebody said, I, I haven't played them yet. So, but somebody did tell me that they have like a pseudo tools for the job kind of on their card. Yeah, that, that is what I've heard. They shockwave themselves yep. and then get to choose which card goes on top and then they get to shove, shove it into the, com- the configuration. And then in Damien 1, that's essentially an extra card, well, an extra option in your hand. All right. Well, anything else you want to share with Mayfang or just your quick, just little wrap up of like, here's why you should play her? Um, yeah, I guess Mayfang, you, you've got tanky models. They're very forgiving. There's a lot of ping damage, a lot of damage that you don't actually have to flip for. Um, and you get to play Neil Henry for just 10, 10 stones instead of 11, and he will kill everything. <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry. The last thing I did want to talk about, just because I'm curious on your thoughts on this, yeah. is I, I think you probably like them better in Arcanist, but is there an argument for where May is better into Arcanist or Ten Thunders? 
I think she's almost always better in Arcanist just because of Soulstone Cash and Magical Training as well, to be honest. Like it's those are both very good arguments for playing her in in Arcanists. Arcanists also just have better constructs. Um yeah. there's not many good options in Ten Thunders. Would I say that she's bad in Ten Thunders? Definitely not. She's still good. Like yeah. um it's just she's not as good as the Arcanist version, but She's still tanky. She's still lots of dam- consistent damage. So I think she's a good master in 10 Thunders. It's just she's not as good as she is in Arcanists. Okay, so with the exception of a couple of things that we've said that are Arcanist-specific, you think yeah. that a 10 Thunder player could listen to this and still get a lot out of like things they could do well with her? Oh, definitely. Like You could play my core of of stuff and just like uh, chuck in Fuhatsu and something else that's ridiculous out of keyword. And, it's, and a samurai. <laughs> a samurai. Or, or just like Gwyneth to get cards. Like a Toto. <laughs> a Toto. Yeah, a Toto's just good. You could take Thangyong to be even tankier. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You probably do zero damage, but you have this stupid book nerd coming out at you. Exactly. You could take um, Sun Wukong to get Scheme scheming threat. Do whatever he wants. <laughs> exactly. So, like, there's definitely options, and I have considered jumping to Ten Thunders because I love Yan Lo, I love McCabe, I love... And you can just bring... And they're all in the same faction. Yeah, they're all in the same faction. A lot of my favorite keywords, but uh, Mayfang's just too good in in Arcanists, and I like other things in Arcanists. I am shamefully surprised how much I have liked Arcanists going into them, so... And this, honestly, this is probably why I like Malifaux a lot, because really when you go into a different faction, it's really just kind of like relearning the game, right? You just find all this cool yeah. stuff with these keywords you haven't messed with before. Yeah. I find, my problem is that when I try something new that I have been on the receiving end and gone, wow, that's so busted. I then look at it and I start playing and I'm like, why am I so bad? Because <laughs> it worked when I saw someone else do it. Man, they were so good with this. I, I mean, play style is a thing. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I when I do play Damien, I don't feel like I play him well. I feel like there's a very, you almost have to scalpel out certain mm-hmm. kills and I, yeah. I'm not always good at scalpeling out the correct kill. <laughs> Yeah, I in War Machine I got quite good because I played Signar at just scalping out like there you go defensive models to just like Kriya bubbles and stuff like that from Scorn, and then in Guild Ball I played a bunch of farmers specifically like Grange, and I just oh, loved man. being in the ball and yelling hooch. Oh, you do away. you do like the death balls, man? Yeah, I like the death balls and I like scalping things and blowing shit up. <laughs> That's fair. Well, Brody, I want to thank you for coming on again. This has been a really fun episode. And if people see Mei Fang at the Houston tournament, hopefully they have some ammo to help them defend themselves now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But until next time, make sure that you guys are flipping cards, flipping tables, and we will see you all later. Peace.